All right, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba. And this is a special bonus episode that we do from time to time. And uh, we invite our uh, patrons of the show to contribute to the episode. And Barry, patron, what is that? Money. It means that you pay us money because you're appreciative of the work that we do. And, and, so, and, and how could someone do that? They go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. And for as little as a dollar a month, a dollar a month, you can support our efforts so that we feel like doing this, even though we would we do it one way or another. But we it's do it certainly, anyway, but we, yeah, we, uh, we would probably be crankier. <laughs> yeah, we right. Or we would just we would just be really mean to the guests. So you're actually, yeah, you're, well, you're contributing to the well, mental well-being of the guests of the show and probably make the show more enjoyable. And so there's not crying and stuff. Yeah. And, and definitely these episodes are really fun. So that's another thing you could definitely get in on. And we got uh, really good uh, submissions this time. We certainly did. There's some real, there's some really good submissions this time. There are. So what's the what's the theme tonight, Barry? What's the theme um, of this episode? Your favorite cover. So it's the best cover version or your favorite cover version of a song by an artist. So um, yes, we, and we have uh, we have uh, um, a lot of great entries, a lot of and some yeah. things that I hadn't heard or, or thought about for a long time, and some and a couple of surprising ones. Oh, nice. All right. So we're going to listen to those. And then, of course, at the end, me and Barry will chime in with our own because it's our show. So we Yeah, can right. We, it's uh, <laughs> DJ's choice at the there end. There you go. So uh, without further ado, let's hand it over to the patrons. Workers and Honest Liars, and here's the cover that got me high. In early 86, when I was a freshman in high school, my friend Steve wanted to play me the first song off the newest Descendants cassette he just bought. I listened and laughed and thought the song Enjoy was entertaining, but the opening chords I heard starting the next song really took me aback. I knew those chords. I'd been listening and singing along to the Beach Boys all my life. I practically wore out my pop's vinyl copy of All Summer Long. Hell, I wanted to play bass because of Brian Wilson. My worlds were colliding as I listened to the Descendants cover, Wendy. The Beach Boys played a large part in me wanting to become a musician, and now one of my favorite bands was covering them. I had heard punk bands cover songs before, such as Husker Du doing Love Is All Around, and Generation X's version of Gimme Some Truth, which is one of my favorite covers also. But I had grown up with this song. I love how Milo's delivery seems to make it even more desperate and hopeless. My brother Daryl and I would soon cover this song often in our band, and we'd always dedicate it to our rocker chick, girl next door neighbor, Wendy. Cavalero. For my, that cover version got me high pick. 
I chose Nina Hagen's German language cover of the Tube's 1975 song, White Punks on Dope, retitled TV Glotka. While it was released as the lead-off track on her 1978 debut album titled Nina Hagen Band, I didn't discover it until 1980 while browsing a Cutler's record shop in New Haven, Connecticut, and coming across her 1980 four-song 10-inch EP. I remember what caught my eye. It was reading the label's marketing blurbs on the back. Over the walls and into your arms, Nina Hagen from East Germany to you. Nina Hagen, whose albums are not available in nations where truth is suppressed. Nina Hagen, whose voice will thrill you or else. Nina Hagen, who grew up like many of us, divorced parents, Janis Joplin records, a dishonorable discharge from her youth organization. Nina Hagen, she just dresses different. While it might have been the marketing blurb that got me high, it was the Nina Hagen band's arrangements that got me hooked. A perfect blend of riffy guitars, new wave synths, rock and roll pianos, doo-wop backgrounds, and of course Nina's voice, which was not only fierce, but filled with raspiness, and at times sounded like she was laughing like a ghoul. Nina Hagen rewrote the lyrics of White Punks on Dope as TV Glotzka, or TV Viewer, with her take on what life was like in East Germany staring at the TV, just as addictive, but instead of dope, TV was the drug. This is Woody Compton of Is This Tomorrow, formerly of Tallahassee, Florida, currently residing in Gainesville. When asked to discuss great cover songs, a few come to mind. And usually the ones that stand out to me are ones where a band took a song and really made it their own. It doesn't feel like they just took a song and played it in the same arrangement, the same tempo. But that always feels like a cash grab from somebody that doesn't know how to write their own songs. But a great cover would be something like All Along the Watchtower. Uh, the Bob Dylan song when played by Jimi Hendrix becomes an entirely new and better song to the point where people probably forgotten the Bob Dylan version. Um, great covers are things like the Ramones doing the Spider-Man theme. You know, it's just perfect for them. Or when they did uh, I Don't Want to Grow Up by Tom Waits. It sounds like a Ramones song the way they play it. It doesn't sound like a Tom Waits song. Or Susie and the Banshees doing The Passenger, where they added a, a horn part in the refrain that actually makes the song catchier and more melodic. As much as I love the original, I actually think the Susie version is better. But my favorite pick would have to be a song by the Nerves called Hanging on the Telephone. Most people don't even remember that that song is a cover because Blondie owns that song. It's a great performance of a song where they took it and they really made it kind of a mini pop masterpiece. You know, it's a short song, but it's got great catchy parts. It's got fantastic drumming by Clem Burke, nice stops that add energy and drama. The guitar solo is great. It's a melodic solo, not a wankery solo. The keyboard playing is great, and Debbie sounds fantastic on this song. So I don't know how you top hanging on the telephone. 
this is Hillary Doherty, two-time guest of That Record Got Me High, and my favorite cover song is These Days by Nico. Nico actually didn't write this song. She did a lot of work with The Velvet Underground, but Jackson Brown wrote the song, and Nico covered it in 1967. Jackson Brown actually covered it or recorded it in 1973, um, and lots of other folks have actually recorded this song. Um, Greg Allman did a beautiful version that I really love also. Um, Paul Westerberg and Fountains of Wayne. Um, but Nico's uh, cover is definitely my favorite. It's sad and haunting and just makes you cry. And you know, it's 2020, so we're crying, we're screaming, and hopefully you're lighting things on fire. So here's my favorite cover, Nico, these days. I seem to think about how all the changes came about my way And I wonder if I'd see another This is Jeff Greenstein, Los Angeles, California. Cast your mind back to 1980, long before the plague of tribute albums, covers albums, a strange record with a picture of a punk rock Mona Lisa shows up in the import bin at Chapter 3 Music in Sandy Springs, Georgia. It's called We Do Em Our Way and features a dozen punk bands covering familiar pop hits. I recognize maybe two of the bands, the Sex Pistols and Devo, but it also had the Flying Lizards version of Money, which was on college radio at the time, so it seemed worth a shot. This record got me high. Every track, spectacular. A Cockney version of World Without Love by something called Those Helicopters. The Slits, Heard It Through the Grapevine, The Stranglers Take on Walk On By, but it is the final track that is the killer. Coming right out of a fantastic version of the zombies She's Not There by the UK subs, here are the Dickies, absolutely slaying Nights in White Satin. Hope you're doing well. Uh, my choice for a cover song is uh, a, a song called Same Old Mistakes by Rihanna. covers a Tame Impala song from the current album of uh, Kevin Parker's 2015. Um, it's on her anti-album in 2016. Uh, the reason I chose this is this is a little off our beaten path, and uh, our beaten path being, you know, the fall, butthole surfers, and Captain Beefheart. So I wanted to get something a little more modern, a little different. Uh, this song has got a, a really great blend uh, 
of R&B, like Al Green R&B, plus a little bit of psychedelia, plus a little bit of 10cc, 70s pop, and, and maybe some 80s synth as well. Um, I love it when a, uh, a great female vocalist interprets uh, a, a song that, uh, you know, the, the male vocalist maybe not have the same type of voice, like, uh, like this, or maybe the Cowboy Junkies doing Powderfinger, or uh, Shirley Manson doing uh, a song like 13. Uh, different, not necessarily better, but just so different. Um, this song uh, is really about uh, artistic growth, and uh, Kevin at the time was, I think, 29 or so, and he felt that uh, people thought he was going in the wrong direction. He was getting some negative feedback for uh, what his newest album uh, voice and sound was like. Uh, and it's also maybe about personal growth, too, and making the same old mistakes again, even though you think you're changing. Anyway, enjoy. This is Isabel in Los Angeles. Um, my favorite cover version is the Smashing Pumpkins doing You're All I've Got Tonight by The Cars. Um, I first heard this song when it came out as a B-side to Bullet with Butterfly Wings in 1996. I was 14 and a friend from school lent it to me so that I could listen to it. Okay, thanks, bye.
Hey Barry, hey Rob, it's Jack McGregor calling from just outside of Chicago where there's a bit of a chill in the air and we're awash in a sea of fall colors. I'm probably going to slow the pace of the show down quite a bit here, but the cover version I chose is the Cowboy Junkies rendition of Powderfinger by fellow Canadian Neil Young off their 1993rd album, The Caution Horses. What I love about this cover is the Cowboy Junkies have taken really a a brilliant piece of songwriting and musicianship by Neil and really put their own mark on it by slowing the song down considerably, substituting mandolin and accordion for Neil's searing guitar and, and, and Crazy Horses back up, and turning the song into something sad and plaintive and wistful and really in doing so just changing from my perspective the entire story the song tells Uh, I've returned to it from time to time over the years and and always enjoyed it and I hope you guys do as well cheers so the powers that be left me here to do all the thinking and I just turned 22 I was wondering what to do The closer they came The more those feelings grew Daddy's rifle The song I'm going to introduce is Heatwave by The Jam. It was originally recorded by the Motown girl group Martha Reeves and the Vandellas in 1963. The Jam released their version in 1979. It's the last song on side one of their awesome album Setting Suns. When I bought that album, I didn't know that Heatwave was a remake of the old Motown song. About halfway through the first verse, though, it hit me that I was listening to a faster, more loose and rocking version of that old Martha Reeves tune. It's a fun song, and Paul Weller does a great job singing it. I really like it, and I hope you all do as well. This is a collect call from the State of Oregon Correctional System. Calls are billed at the rate of $15 per minute. Are you willing to accept the charges? This is a collect call from the State of Oregon Correctional System. Calls are billed at the rate of $15 per minute. Are you willing to accept the charges? Hey, Barry and Rob, it's Steve Mitchner. Responding to your request for my favorite cover song, thanks for asking. I have chosen a Carpenter's song originally done back in the 1970s by Richard and Karen Carpenter and redone by a 80s band from Japan called Shonen Knife. 
This first appeared on a compilation album called If I Were a Carpenter, a bunch of hipster bands like um, Red Cross and uh, the Cranberries and uh, Sonic Youth doing uh, Carpenter songs. The reason I like this one is they uh, maintain the, keep the character of the song, which is joy and innocence, and uh, but they give it that shonen knife touch of the um, the, the rock and guitars and uh, the um, oh, let's just face it, I'm a sucker for cute Japanese accents. Um, they replace the cheesy steel guitar from the original with a cool riff that, as it turns out, I just learned is the opening. Uh, it's, it's the notes that are played in the Osaka subway when a train is approaching. Anyway, they narrowly beat out Sonic Youth on this album for the coolest uh, song, and I just love what they do to the chorus on this. And this is... Top of the World by Shonen Knight. Call terminated by recipient. Call terminated by recipient. Jay Reed and my favorite cover song of all time is from a little-known noise rock group called Shorty. They were a Midwest noise rock group that released this blistering cover version of Hot for Teacher on the Kaput. Seven inches on Skin Graft Records in 1993. It's so hard to find release but luckily it is preserved for eternity on YouTube. With the recent passing of Eddie Van Halen I find it fitting to offer this up as my choice. Al Johnson's vocals hurt my throat just listening to it and the guitars and drums are spot on capturing the energy of the original. Oh, <laughs> 
This is Larry Smith hoping to contribute something to That Cover Got Me High that may have flown underneath your radar. In 91, Henry Kaiser put out an album called Hope You Like Our New Direction. Technically, I guess it's the Henry Kaiser Band. Um, they've got a cover of California Dreamin' on here that absolutely gives me goosebumps to this day after hearing it probably at least 100 times. It opens with a backwards guitar solo that is very, very Hendrixy. It's it's very Henry Kaiser if you know the guy, um, but a, a really hair-raising opening solo that goes into a full, you know, ensemble cast singing uh, the first verse. The second verse. I think it must be um, Bruce Anderson that's the singer. Um, uh, the baritone voice is powerful and rich and riveting. Um, there are piano flourishes throughout that are really, really just like, you know, what you expect from a, a concert pianist, not necessarily a rock pianist. And... There's even a vocal breakdown. I, I guess it's kind of a bridge that I can only describe as Star Trek vocals. It's a soprano or mezzo-soprano doing this operatic scat singing. Um, it's both hysterical and beautiful at the same time. But this is a powerful, uh, powerful track. And, um, you know, I, I mean, there's so many great covers that I really hope get discussed here on Disturbed Sound of Silence and, um, you know, Hendrix is all on the Watchtower. But this, my friends, remains a classic. Hope you listen and hope you enjoy it. from San Diego, California, and the cover version that gets me high is the Tom Waits version of The Return of Jackie and Judy, which is a Ramones song from the End of the Century album, and while I love the Ramones and I, I like their version, the Tom Waits version of it just makes me want to jump up and down and smash furniture and yell at the top of my lungs, and it's just joyous and primal and ecstatic and somehow more it's more punk rock than the Ramones hope you guys like it Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, I 
Bradbury, Chris White here, responding to your request to submit a cover version that got me high. More an interpretation than a strict cover, I've chosen Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds version of Stagger Lee. With more motherfuckers than a Sam Jackson movie written by David Milch, it's gratuitous, violent, perverse, and very often hilarious. Nick's stag kills and or fucks everything in his path, all to an engorged and relentless groove. It's not just prurient, it's downright priapic. Definitely a highlight on the 1996 album Murder Ballads, I still strongly encourage you to seek out live versions of this song, which are legendary and rapturous. Thanks. I hope you enjoy it. He said, Mr. Motherfucker, you know who I am. And the barkeeper said, no, and I don't give a good goddamn to Stagger Lee. He said, well, bartender, it's a plain to see. I'm the bad motherfucker called Stagger Lee. Mr. Stagger Lee. Well, the barkeeper said, yeah, I heard your name down the way And I kick motherfucking asses like you every day Mr. Staggerly Well, I, those were the last words that the barkeeper said Cause Stag put four holes in his motherfucking head Just then in came a broad called Nelly Brown Known to make more money All right, hey everyone, this is Rob, the co-host of That Record Got Me High. The cover, I thought this was actually tough because I'm really a fan of uh, bands I, I love doing covers uh, just because I think it's really cool when it's done well. And I decided to pick a band called Big Dipper. And you've probably heard us, well, we've actually done a Big Dipper episode. And uh, Mr. Steve Michener is a, a longtime guest to the show. And he was the bass player for Big Dipper. So this is a band in the 80s. I was living up in... Boston, Massachusetts, and they were like a big deal in Boston. I mean, they uh, they were a great band, great songs. They they put out some excellent records, and they would. The cool thing about living up in Boston in the '80s was you'd hear bands like that on the radio. You had the big ones. You had BCN. You had W. FNX, which was like the alternative, but even BCN would play Big Dipper, and then you had all these great college stations. So. Um, uh, Big Dipper were a great band, and this is a uh, this was on a split single that came out in 1989, and I guess it was only it was a, a promotional single that came out in this um, magazine called a, a, a Bucket Full of Brains, which I believe was a British uh, music magazine, and this is issue 28. But with uh, issue 28 of a Bucket Full of Brains, you had a split seven inch with uh, Big Dipper, and then you had uh, the Droogs doing a song. Weathered and torn by the Dream Syndicate, which is also really cool. But uh, this, I just love. This is this has something uh, that I love is just bands doing covers that it sounds like it could be their own song, and you could tell they really love the song. And they did a song by uh, Wings. This is a Paul McCartney song, and here was Big Dipper doing Jet. 
have a favorite anything I like lots of things um, but in this case I have two favorites and I can't decide and so I'm gonna play both of them because well I can and oddly enough they are both Beatles covers uh, the first I believe I heard by the by on a Spotify automatically generated playlist and it is um, Junior Parker's version of Taxman. The second I heard on a film soundtrack, and it is Spooky Tooth's cover of I Am the Walrus. I think both of these covers are equal to the original, and in some manner, I believe they may be superior. Uh, their, their renditions are fantastic. So please to enjoy. Junior Parker's Tax Man and Spooky Tooth's I Am the Walrus. I dig this. If you drive a truck, I'll tax the street. And if you try to fix it, <laughs> I'll tax your seat. If you get too cold, I'll tax the heat. And if you take a walk, and this is awful. I'll tack your feet. Cause I'm the tax man. Mm, he's awful. Now don't ask me. Tax man is rough. He can 
come and get you anytime he wanna. <laughs> Would you believe he can come and get your old lady? <laughs> that tax man.